0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Soul's Conquest in Conversation With. This is Season 4. I'm Madhurima Sapati, and this season is going to be lit. I have some amazing guests, coaches, conquerors, entrepreneurs from all around the world who are super excited to share with you their stories, who are excited to share with you how they started, what obstacles they faced, how they overcame it, some amazing topics that they are experts at, all in hopes to inspire you. And to let you know that you're not alone on this journey. I hope that today's episode has an amazing impact on you. And I'm super excited to get started. So let's go, baby. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Souls Conquest where I am in conversation with Ubanamani, coming all the way from Africa to join us to share about her creative journey with us. I am super, super excited. Uh, We recently connected on LinkedIn and I had the absolute pleasure of knowing more about her story and what she does. And I know for a fact that you guys will be inspired by what she has to share, not only as a creative, but what she does outside of that as well. We'll touch upon both of these points. I'm super, super excited that you decided to be present here, Ruba, and share your story with us. I'm grateful that you decided to join us today. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) Hello, my dreamer. I'm very happy to be here, and uh, I'm super excited. Too. Uh, I remember when I met you on LinkedIn, and um, it, was, it was more like a like very good connection just at the first day, and uh, I knew at that particular point that we are going to do more together, and I'm really happy that we are doing so much more together, and um, I'm happy for all the things that I would say and all the people that would get to hear me and um, for... Doing this particular podcast session,
0: so thank you, thank you so much, Uba. I appreciate that a lot. So, for those in the audience who are new to you, who have never heard about you, or have ever seen you, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself to us? Okay, thank you. So, my
1: name is Uba Namani. I am a communication strategist, a content creator, and um, I am a social development agent, and I am based in. Nigeria, Africa, and um, the work I do is centered around social development, like I said, I work for an NGO called Center for Social Awareness, Advocacy and Ethics, CSA, and work with young people, train them with the necessary skills, competencies, and character that they need to become um, good leaders and um, take over the leadership of Africa for good, and um. We'll have a lot of projects, currently ongoing projects like so. the Social Project, where we work with young people to speak up against police brutality. We have the local government's Good Monitor Project, where we work with young people to track government budgets as regards um, health care and primary education in the local government areas. So these are the things we do. These are the efforts we make um, on our own parts to make sure that Africa gets developed eventually. And we think to do that, we need to change the government and to change that leadership. We need to start from the grassroots. We need to start from um, the young people because eventually these are the people that will grow up and become the leaders that we see today. So that's why we decided to um, catch them while they're
0: young and start with young (laughs) people. I love that so much, Juwa. I love it. So, am I right to assume that? You are working as a communication strategist at the NGO, or is are these two separate things? Yeah, I'm working as communication
1: strategist at the mm. NGO. I also have a lot of freelance job. I do as a content creator, a content marketer. Uh, and but basically, my my work portfolio is the communication strategist. Mm.
0: Awesome. So I have a question for you and you have the opportunity to dive deeper into any of these. I would love to know more about you as a content creator, but also love to learn more about the thing that you're doing in the NGO right now. Uh, So which one would you like to dive deeper into first? Um, The content Hmm. creator. But, awesome. So tell us a little bit about being a communication strategist and tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you came into this journey and how has content creation helped you in this journey? Okay.
1: So mm, right from time, I always like um, being creative, thinking of new things, um, taking pictures, making videos. And that, that was how I started as a content creator. So. Um, in my second year in the university, I dis- I discovered that I have a love for cameras and I have a love for making videos, taking pictures. And uh, so I attended a training organized by the Female Media Network, Tifem, and I still work with them too. So uh, I learned photography the first time and uh, I loved it so much. I, I got a job um, after after the training because they were supposed to sponsor the best students and I came out best in my class mm-hmm. then so I got a job in <laughs> to work for a studio. Now one of the top studios around my school area. So I was a photographer at the studio for about a year. Snapping better pictures mm-hmm. and the pictures and those those sort of pictures. But I always knew at a particular time that there was more to hide. As I knew that I don't want to hold a studio. where people come and snap the pictures and stuff like that. I knew in my heart that I wanted something more. Well, I enjoyed the process of making people beautiful anyway. And um, later, later on, okay, COVID came actually. So I went home. Um, my parents asked me to come from the Kiddos School while there was nobody there because school was we closed. And so I went home. And um, after going home, I couldn't stay at home, doing nothing. My boss at that particular time was be this agency, a communication agency, media and communications agency. And um, at that point in time, I was just a beginner for... I got the opportunity to work with like very big clients um, and he was paying me the journey was sweet I was doing a lot of things with a lot of creatives, and even though it was me. so I think that particular opportunity was very instrumental in my journey because even though I was young and I just started I had already um, established a portfolio that might have taken um, people years to build and uh, I was already working with big organization. I was already working with uh, big companies and I could easily add that to my portfolio and uh, use it to get uh, more jobs. So uh, the opportunity was just uh, a grace, like a stable that just came to me by God's grace and uh, I really appreciate the fact that someone just saw me and gave me that chance when I was still young when I was in novice I did not know anything about content writing I thought okay I write I write essays in school right I in English I wrote essays about how I spent my last week. so why can't I write well at that point in time content writing was was a different ball game but someone was ready to teach me to coach me and then um, bring me into the, the media and communications industry so that was how i started well uh, i kept working for him so now i still do stuff for, for the agency this media i still do stuff for that interest so today because that was where i started and anytime they call me oh, wow, we need to do this we need to do that i'm always ready and i'm willing to assist in the project and um so let- i i got the offer so hello okay uh, so later um after covid i went back to school and um to a student but i'm in my final year about to graduate um uh, but I don't know if you've heard of Castle Strike. There's a strike that lecturers in uh, Nigeria usually embark on every time, by the way. So it's, it's really slowing down the schooling process. And I'm supposed to graduate. i suppose supposed to have graduated in April, but now they're on strike, and we have to wait till so the call of the strike to continue education. So um, I'm still a student, but I got a call from um, CSA, the Center for Social Awareness Advocates and Education, where I now work at a. community. Strategies strategist and um to fill up the position because it was vacant okay so how did they find me how were they able to contact me so i'm going to tell that story now so also in my 200 level i think that was where my old self-development started from when i was in second year in university first year i was still playing i was still being like a uh, what is it called pressure, but I think in second year I decided that okay I want to develop myself and I started this stuff. So when I was in second year, I joined this NGO as a Training, so I applied to to undergo this training, the same one I'm now doing for other people. So I applied and um, I was accepted. Went to Abuja, that's capital city for a conference. We met um, top business owners, um, top ethical leaders, and uh, we are inspired and kept on receiving that training for a period of about two years plus. Um, they were training us on different skills: skills as a leader, skills as a business owner, some. So that was like all the entire makeup of the training. So I graduated from the training, and uh, if you complete the training, you enter the next level, which is a network of effectively leaders. So these people are more like a community of. Um, Effectively, that leaders that pass through this training, and uh, those leaders are already occupying spaces. We have people already occupying government positions, people already owning top businesses, and uh, me as a media leader, I'm already doing something in my own space. So. I was already a member and um, the organization knew what I was already doing, working for the agency I was working for before, and so they gave me the offer to fill in this position. Can you hear me? Gave me the offer to fill in this position, and that that was how I accepted it. Because, um, like I said before, even though I was doing photography, I was doing those stuff. I knew that deep down, I wanted something like deeper, wanted something that could make impact. I was taking better pictures, but I knew that. I needed something deeper. I was writing, I was writing for businesses, I was uh, <clears throat> writing content, creating video scripts, directing the commercials, writing commercial scripts. Well, I just knew that at the point in time, I just wanted something deeper at that point in my life. So when they offered, back like, okay yeah this is something different. this is something that could actually like make a difference in my engaged community I could see myself touching one life after helping young people to to find um, their their um, their own talent their their purpose helping them to get the skills that I myself have gotten through this program um engaging in uh, programs that can actually change society. And so that was why I accepted the offer. And it's been a very, very wonderful journey for the past seven months as the communication strategist of CSAE. I've had the opportunities to work with top um uh, NGOs, nonprofits around the world. Some uh, an NGO like Oxfam based um, working with them on the project cost of second. Non-profit like um, Society of West Africa and some other ones that we've been working with, Kent. so it's been a really great opportunity. So I'm part of my creative journey, so I decided to go on LinkedIn I've actually been, I need to to be out there because as a creative, it's one thing to to be a creative and helping other people build online presence, helping companies build online presence. Well, I don't know, it's just hard to find that time to build your own. I think creatives, I don't know if you can relate, but this is something I experienced actually. So someone would be like, ah, while well, you are doing this, you are doing that. Well, I went to your social media, there's nothing. There is nothing. So what's up with that? <laughs> it was really a funny situation because it's not about proving myself to people that I can do this. It's more of, you said this thing works. You said if I did an online plan, this not works. But why are you not doing needs for yourself if this actually works, so it was a challenge to me. And um, in 2020, to so January, part of my new year resolution was that I'm going to be an online presence for myself. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to be serious and totally dedicated to it. Yes, it's going to happen. And uh, uh I tried Instagram at first, but it didn't really resonate with me. There was a lot of, I don't know, but it didn't resonate with me at that particular point in time for what I wanted actually. So I wanted to build the next. Network. I just connect to people. Wanted to just become the way I am. No, I'm trying to make it beautiful. I'm trying to paint it. I just wanted to be myself, um, because I struggled with identity crisis. So I was just done with it, and <laughs> then like I just wanted to be myself. So I tried to start name network. Tried to So I was like, why am I not trying to LinkedIn? LinkedIn is good. Like I know, I know about the platform and all and um somewhere i want to be somewhere i feel with some um, other some somewhere i feel with professionals and so that i can just come to where i am and see what i want to say and uh so i now tried it and it was really good i think the first breakthrough was um when then uh, normally i do had LinkedIn for Creator and um, so LinkedIn for Creator kept engaging my post for about four times i think there was one time they engaged my post three times and I was like mm, this is good so these people actually see me and um uh, but then I met a lot of people, people like you, um, people like Mr. Gerard, yeah. people that come to my DM to encourage me <laughs> and connect to me, like aside the post, and it was really, really encouraging. And um, uh, it's one thing I appreciate about LinkedIn, the sense of community. So not just everyone doing their own thing, just be this community, people that are rooting for you, that are watching out for you, that agreeing or disagreeing it doesn't matter but they're just there to listen and uh, to give you their own feedback mm. so that's the journey so far
0: I love that journey so much Uba, and I love how it connected to where you are right now mm. but I do have a couple of questions for you the first one being how important is it for you to make content that makes you happy? And what exactly falls in the content that makes you happy? Like, what is the criteria that says that this is what makes me feel happy? If I'm creating this, this is what makes me feel happy. Okay, so um,
1: you're really important for sure. There's a room, like I'm not trying. You <laughs> really stuff You have to find a balance between what you like or what your brand likes or what your brand first meet, and what your audience wants. And so in that middle, that is where you can find the perfect content, right? So if you keep yeah. doing just what you think is right and just keep creating just for yourself and forgetting that you have an audience, so um uh, the project be like how come nobody engages with me? Am I not saying something really bad? What did I what am I doing wrong? And when you start bothering about metrics. So uh to me, to me. I found out that, that the hack to creating that content that puts you and your audience like is to just be true to yourself and just um, address problems the way they are. The thing is that you're not the only one experiencing that particular problem. There are many people like you experiencing that same thing that you feel, oh, if I say it, uh, people, will, people will frown at it. Uh, it's not be good. Mm, most of my content that I've been engaged to the most on LinkedIn are very relatable content. You so they're the ones that I had the second thoughts about posting. I'm like, oh, do I really need to say this? <laughs> this is still good to say. But finally, I, so I can just make that post and, and a lot of people just, ah, yeah, it's true, very true, very correct. Because you're not yeah. the only one experiencing that particular situation. You're not the only one having that particular problem. But in a situation where you just want to of course, maybe the regular. Um, just want to be the regular and not be relatable. I think that's where you have problem with content creation. The best kind of content are like. The relatable Once someone can see. i be like, ah, oh, I felt this way. It's when I started. How did you deal with it? This is how I dealt with my own. So mm, I think that's how I create content that I like. Just sharing my problems. If there's still, if it's still a problem, then I ask for solution. If it's no longer like a problem, I share how I was able to deal with it and um, ask people for feedback. So that's just what I do. Yeah
0: that's lovely what would be your uh, you know what would be a few tips that you would like to share with content creators right now who are find, trying to find that sweet spot okay, I would say when you're starting when you're just
1: beginning your journey as content creator I would suggest forget about the metrics for a bit uh stop focusing on the last Ask the followers and just try to be yourself. It's easier when you're yourself. It's less of a burden to always post and you'll be having an anxiety attack about not showing up. But when you just want to be yourself, you just genuinely want to share what you have, then it's so much easier. So that would be my advice just be yourself. It can be hard um, because of imposter syndrome and other um, the worries. And then the vulnerability that comes with sharing, or well, I think the hack, that's just the hack, is just be yourself mm-hmm. and say what you want to say, the way you want to say it. So most times I just. Yeah. I just write the way I talk, the way I would talk to you when you're in front of me, the way I would advise, the way I would share when you are standing right in front of me. That's the way I write. And it's easier for me because now I don't need to start doing a lot of thinking. I don't need to start doing a lot of brainstorming
0: because I just want to share the way it is in my mind. Working for me. I love that. I want to ask you this. Um, I feel that, you know, when you found out that your content creates impact, that added into your happiness and that became another metric, not likes and follows and comments, but it became another metric that you chose to look at and work towards that your content needs to create some sort of an impact because impact is important to you. Now, this is just an assumption, but am I right in assuming this?
1: Yes, about your right. one.
0: You are very yeah. correct
1: because, um, in creating content that are relatable, I want people to feel. The way I'm feeling, or I want people to see what I'm saying. So I want I want to touch you one way or the other. Um, that's that's one um tip in creating content that people can relate to. It's the emotion you are able to touch. So people just create like blank content, there's no emotion, mm. it's just blank, like it's, it's a robot that wrote it, or it's an artificial intelligence writer. But I think humans can see through it, unconsciously consciously People can just see through a content that's not True. So, uh, okay, this is just one of those, and that's how to end. But um, touching people is actually about touching emotions. Like one of the emotions, it could sometimes it could be fear, it could be happiness, it could be joy, it could be oh, someone gets me. So just an emotion that you could just touch could go a long way in making that impact or making that change. You want to change. You want to change. So hmm, I agree with you 100%. It's about the impact and how you do it is by touching emotions, human emotions.
0: How did you find out that impact was the thing that you wanted to kind of focus on as one of the metrics? Like, how did you realize that, oh, this is what I should be like? When was that, you know, um, light bulb moment that made you go, this is something that I need to focus on. What was that moment? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I shared earlier. Uh, when I started as a studio, I knew... Then, uh, okay, this was just know what I'm all about. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that was when I realized that I just wanted to make impact, and uh, taking play the picture was not doing it for me. So, yeah. So when I when I started that entire journey, just dawned on me. So many people will be like, "Do you want to be in the next five years? Where do you see yourself in the next five years?" Honestly, I had no idea. I I always used to hate such questions. Please don't ask me. Take me to I have to ask me anything about five years. I never know where I'll be to worry after five years. So it was just um, the way it was. I was confused. But I think just deep down, I knew that, okay, this is not it. But I think once you just, there's just one thing you just need to get right about your journey. Mm-hmm. From there, you just start figuring out the rest, bit by bit. Mm. It doesn't all come together at once, and you're like, oh, this is what I want to be. It good for some people, but I think creative have that problem. For me, I had a problem, speaking for myself, I had a problem of figuring out what I want to do. But I, I had a lot of skills actually. I learned a lot of skills. yeah. So I could take pictures, make videos, write, do so this. Uh, at the point in time I said I even did programming, I was coding. <laughs> but I just knew that. Uh, I was just finding that thing, that thing, what's that thing? And, I think I found it and I knew that okay, I want to do all these things. I want to take pictures but I want to take pictures that tell stories that could actually make impact. I want to make videos that tell stories. I want to write uh, articles that tell stories that help organizations, that help um, nonprofits tell stories that can make social impact. Uh, I want to do these things. I want to do these things, all these things I have, all these kids I have. What I just wanted to be a like, channel to social impact. So that was it for me. Mm.
0: I love that a lot Uh, and I can say for sure that your journey is a live example and proof of do things and it will come together Uh, you know like just like you said it is wonderful. I want to know this right let's dive deeper into the NGO part of your work. Can you tell us a little bit about more about what you're doing in the NGO world outside of being a communication strategist like how is your work impacting the youth of your country, and how are you? Like you know, how is your company basically helping the area develop a bit more? Okay, thank you very much.
1: So the story or the narrative about Africa is usually about underdevelopment, corruption, bad governance, poor leadership, and um, so this is a story that personally I dislike. Them. Personally, I want so much of it to change. I want um, the kind of Africa that I would show up I'm proud of and say, oh yeah, we're so developed. We have these, we have that, we have just a lot of infrastructure and our leaders are cool, the leaders are ethical. I want to tell that story to one day. And uh, but since that's not the case, um, I don't just want to fold my hands and I watch it like all crumble. And um, we have several thousands of people who are also thinking the same thing I'm thinking. And one of them, which is the founder of CSA, said, uh, no, we have to make what? One- something so and he founded the organization center for social awareness advocacy and ethics and um, what we do is to work with young people um, to give them that skill character competencies that they need to become ethical good and ethical leaders okay um, the problem with the problem with um, africa is it's not it's not that africans are a bad people in short i 100 believe that Africans are really, really good people. The problem is that um, sometimes we don't start from the grassroots to tackle problem, problems. And um, if we don't do something about this next generation of leaders that are going to tie to the space, it's just going to crumble this entire system. So most times, um, leaders don't take the time to get trained, to receive the skills, to receive those competencies that they need to just need to be that they are. Sometimes it's not a matter of being a bad person, it's just you don't have the skill, right? And uh, so we believe that if we can <clears throat> tackle this problem from the roots and help train young people uh, in different um, spheres of life, maybe don't want to be political leaders, there could be media leader. there could be um, Educational leaders, whatever you want to be, just make sure so that you have the right skills that you need to uh, occupy uh, a leadership position in Africa and uh, make the necessary changes. And for our organization, we are looking at helping to young people get to the highest level of leadership and not just um, at the grassroots, because we believe that the, the higher you are in the pyramid, the greater the change you will be able to effect. So we don't want, uh, maybe, okay, just look at it this way, so one want leaders that can be president, governors, and not the ones that can be the head of the local government because the higher you are, there, the higher your you know, ability to effect changes. And we want people that can be. Vice Chancellor Law, um, not necessarily the ones that would be teachers, because like I said, the higher you are the pyramid, the you'll be mm-hmm. And um, it's working because I can't personally I can see how much um, the organization has helped me in my creative journey and uh, how much uh, vision and the purpose I have, working with the organization and being a member and going to the whole training. I can see also the the, the amount of progress my colleagues are making, those that are, Currently, owning businesses, top businesses um, running in Nigeria, and those that are occupying political positions already. So, I think in the next 10 years, the story will be different. And uh, I'm just happy that there are people willing to work to make the African narrative different.
0: I love that. I love that so much. And I love that your work is bringing so much perceivable results right it's not just you know it's not just like oh yes we're bringing results you have the proof of that and i love that and i would genuinely encourage any listeners to actually reach out to Uba and see what else can you do to help develop the people and ensure that people are getting the skills they need to get at their highest leadership potential. And um, I'm just so excited with the work that you guys are doing. It's such an honor to have you here, Ruba, seriously. Uh, (laughs) I want to know this next. Now, Going back to your creative journey, I wanted to know what were some of the problems that you faced? Like you mentioned earlier, imposter syndrome, uh, worrying if, you know, the content you're creating is actually resonating with people or not. What were some of the obstacles like this that you faced in your journey and how did you overcome it?
1: Okay, so I think the first obstacle for me was knowing what I really want to do. So I had this very... Long confused states where I just did not know for sure what I wanted to do, so I just kept trying this, trying that, and um, I was giving up. And I was like, okay, right, I should not just relax. <laughs> But well, it's just nothing me actually. So I, I just kept trying. So um I for me, the way I was able to solve that problem of knowing figuring out what I wanted to do was just to keep trying things. So I still tell people like if you don't know what you want to do, just keep trying. You would just fall on that one, that one thing that you've been looking for. You just land it. So, so that's what I was doing at the beginning. I just kept trying, 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 trying a lot of things. But finally, I was able to strike that thing I wanted to do. I was able to find the balance, and then I followed that path. So once I found that thing I wanted to do, I just held on to it, and I did not let it go. I just kept moving graduate steps, one after the other. I'm still moving. I'm still moving. So that's it. Uh, another challenge that I faced was also finding time to create content, my own not necessarily content for brands. Okay, so I, because you're always working with this brand, you're always working with these people, you're always trying to help other companies, other brands to to get this online. So you may not find time to, to create the kind of content that you want to create for your own personal growth. So, like I said, it was not a matter of having proof of my work. Proof of my work, was, they were everywhere. <laughs> like, I could literally, my portfolio was full, cool, literally. Because, like I said, I was already working with like top brands and I had a very solid portfolio, even though I just entered the industry. So, the proof of my work, I tell you, So something about just sharing that just wanted to I just wanted to share at a point in that part of my journey. So but the time was not there. I started Instagram, but how finding the time to design that character was just a big work for me. And it's Mm -hmm. really made me inconsistent. And you know when you start. You're becoming inconsistent you now start having this imposter syndrome and you be like oh you haven't done this you said you're going to do this you didn't do it you. you just make a statement you won't follow through and um, I, I was a bit scared okay I I am an inconsistent person I used to say that to myself like why are you so inconsistent I said we're going to do this but the truth is that I'm not inconsistent I have just not found that thing I want to be consistent at so when you find that thing you want to stay Consistently, you just know, and you just because it won't come as a body, just come as ah, just I just want to share. It's not just be like oh god, I'm not shared. What am I going to do about that? So, you just find it easy. It's also what I noticed about like if you're doing something like it's just a body, it's just stressing you, you just just know that something is wrong. You said that you are not doing it right, or that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So, when I wanted to share, I there is a family. And finally, I found LinkedIn, and it flowed. like me. I mean like got on that platform and I like, OK, this is where I want to be. It all flowed. So one day after the other, I was creating, creating? There was a time too, so still on the LinkedIn. I had that problem of not being inconsistent. And there was a week I was on posting, and there was this imposter syndrome. I was just afraid to go back there after posting for one week. But then, I just took a deep breath and said to myself okay just just go do one post and see how it goes and i did one post and a lot of people mm-hmm. were like "How oh, bad so i was like okay so if you even notice that i wasn't there that felt good actually but well, uh, so that was just my problem at that particular finding what i want to stay consistent at finding what I want to share, but I think I figured that out. So I just hope that I would stay consistent and knowing that I have people like you, um, people like Chena, people like Sir Gerard, always encouraging me. There's um, something I really thank God for.
0: Thank you so much for that. And I love that answer. Uva. I want to then head off to this question, which is what are some of your spiritual or self care practices that you have that basically help you in your work life and your personal life?
1: Yeah, thank you very much. So I am a Christian and um as a Christian I always make sure I put God first in whatever I do. So sometimes you just get carried away and feel like oh super girl like I do like that but the thing is uh, if you don't if you don't call upon him to help you you just keep struggling and you just won't struggle after that one struggle after that it doesn't end but you're moving but it's just like a drag you're just stressing but I just found that, that when I put in first when I say okay I hand this over to you just take control I just find it easy like I just find myself gliding through through streets and um, getting to the end. And so um, it's one thing I usually I always like to do to always pray and commit it into God's end. Okay, so normally people will say ah you have to you have to to take away like one hour in the morning to pray. But sometimes um Trying to be that perfect, trying to have a perfect environment to pray, it can be hard when you're just. (laughs) Well, if you're trying to get that perfect environment, I just found that sometimes it doesn't work like that, and you just. Keep missing the opportunities to pray. So sometimes I just pray mm-hmm. in the bus, I just pray while I'm just sitting in the office, and I don't just always try to make sure that it has to be morning before leaving the house. So even if I'm just walking on the road, I've already carried my bag on my way to, and I do not pray while leaving the house. I just start praying immediately when I get on the bus. I just keep praying, and then the night when I go back, I pray. So I just make sure that I just keep talking to him. It mustn't be like at the perfect time because he doesn't have a perfect time when in he listens to you so why do we need to condition ourselves to have a perfect time where we talk to him? so mm-hmm. um for me to to keep my mental health in check because i did a lot of things so i just developed some um, and hobby so before i did not know how to swim but i kept telling myself oh, i'm going to learn how to swim i'm going to, learn how to swim so um in January I actually went out to swim, so during the weekends I like to swim and with friends and just post work for a bit. Okay, excuse me. So I just put a post on work and I just put work on hold for a bit and just like have fun and like just a few yeah before I continue
0: on Monday. It? I love that a lot. Um, I want to talk to you next about this. What is what was one of your souls Conquest and what is shaping up to be your current souls conquest? Sorry, right. I think I can. um so for you know, like when I say souls conquest, it's like this yeah. tools, these um if you've ever played a video game, you know, you have this side quest where you get, um you know, potions, you, you get weapons, you make friends that help you in the main quest. So when I say um, the soul's conquest is basically like a side quest, something that you have uh, worked on in the past that is now helping you in the main journey of life. Something that, you know, you have conquered in the past and something that you're currently working on right now. Okay, for me, I
1: think uh, what has helped me so far... I like the kind of people I keep around me, so my friends, family, uh, definitely helping me a lot, so and i don't know i think maybe it's just the way god that blessed me i just think i attract the right kind of people and uh, i just meet the right kind of people in my life and like maybe the mentor that is always encouraging me the boss that was willing to give me that first chance and the friends that would always call to check up on me so so those people have been helping me. I I mean, a lot of people send me opportunities every day. I'm like, Opa, I saw this, I saw this job opportunity. Apply. It's like, I have a job. I, mean, I just apply. So, <laughs> so uh, I. love that. <laughs> that. Yay. Yes. Go and, you. I actually <laughs> like it a lot, and the way they know that. Okay. This is what she wants. She likes opportunity. She likes self-development. So I'm going to send that these. I came across this, over. you fit into this, apply. So sometimes I just have uh, to I will apply Not now bad. because my schedule is a type. I really, really appreciate it. I truly appreciate those people that will look out for me and they always call me to check up on me. And uh, so in, in my, I think that was my 300th level, my third year in school. I was going through like depression, and I was so overwhelmed, and I was feeling like a failure actually, because I was in the project and it wasn't working out well. School was there, and uh, so someone just called me. My name is Ejoma. So she just called me and was like, "Opa, how are you?" I was like, "Fine." Said, "It's been a long time I heard from you. I want to see you." So. I went to her room then, and she just kept encouraging me. I was like, how did you know that I needed this particular encouragement at this time? Because I did not tell anyone that I was feeling overwhelmed and I was really tired. And. Uh, Depressed, so she just said nothing. That she just wanted to talk to me. She just felt like I, I wasn't there anymore. She just, I spirit just put her to contact me. And uh, so that's just in my life, basically, people just showing up to me
0: when I hear So I think that's my quest. <laughs> I love that a lot. Oh my god, that's so powerful, Uba. Um, My next question for you is this. What is something that has recently impacted your life? Okay, thank you. So, what has impacted my life
1: is the fact that in, uh, I think that was um, in December last year. So, I was, I was, okay, I'd already got to this job for, I was still not really balanced. I was still figuring things out. So uh I met a friend. His name is Fuchenna, you will see him in my comment section always encouraging me. And uh I think he just like gave me that um, that's I don't know I don't know how to call it. I think that's encouragement, that's backing that I really needed at that time, and today keeps encouraging me going out of the way Make sure that I'm moving. I mean, even when it's not even you know, conducive for him, even when he stopped, where he's like, you said you were going to do this. You've not done it. You said you are going to post on. It. <laughs> you didn't post. I didn't see your post. Where are you?" So I don't know. I think these people, basically. So I think that was how I was able to scale through that half of last year and. Um, this year too, so that encouragement really helped me to, Like I said, I struggled with inconsistency earlier in my career, so I really needed that um, partner, that psychic to to help me through my goals. And uh, for the past many months, I've been setting monthly goals and uh, meeting up, and it's really been a big flex for someone that struggled with inconsistency. So That sorry, excuse no. me just let me take a break oh. Okay, I'm ready. So next, let yeah. some breaks to
0: get my, myself back. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, I love that. I love that you had that accountability partner to support you in that journey uh, of staying consistent and posting consistently and I know for a fact that, you know, your content is something that I resonate with a lot. That's why I reached out to you in the first place. Um, I would like to end this episode with one last question, which would be, what is the one last thing that you'd like to leave my listeners with?
1: Okay. So uh, because I struggled a lot as a content creator when I was starting my journey, I just want to give this advice to, young content creators out there. soon. Just keep trying. Just take it one day at a time. That's just key. Just do it today. If you do it today, tell yourself, I did it today. I can do it tomorrow. Just take it bit by bit. One step after the other. Just see yourself. In short, it doesn't even look like you're moving. But I think after a while, you just look back and be like, I wasn't here as of last month. I wasn't displaced last year. So instead of focusing on the, the dark side, the Inconsistency. So focusing on uh, what you didn't get right, I think you should focus more on what you are getting right. And um, one last thing, if you haven't figured out what you want to do, just keep doing this. Keep doing one thing after the other. Um, There's this thing about inconsistency that I've always said that um, uh, if you are, if you feel you are inconsistent, (laughs) the good thing is that. If you see, you're inconsistent about doing one particular thing, but if you look at it the other way, you've been consistently doing different things. So inconsistency can be like a bad thing, but just no. take a look at it from the other side of the of the, the shape or whatever it is, and just see yourself consistently. Doing different things. And if you keep trying different things consistently, I bet you just
0: find that one thing that you want to do for life. I i love that. Thank you so much, Yuba, for the time that you have spent in this space and for sharing your story with us and inspiring everyone here to keep going, keep trying. And eventually, you'll find that thing that will, you know, that you'll resonate with that you know is going to be your calling. I appreciate your um, presence so, so much. Thank you for being here, Ruber. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate that.
1: And, um...
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for staying till the end, you guys. Let me know if you had the urge to pee after listening to today's word of the day. Let me know if you're hydrated enough. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Or am I? Anyways, (laughs) let me know if you had an amazing takeaway from today's episode. If you did, please take a screenshot of this podcast episode and write your takeaway. Tag me at Madhurima, that is M A D H U R I M A underscore freedom. Soul Coach. Tag me on Instagram. You can also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I'm extremely excited for you to listen to our next episode. Ooh, before I go, if you would like to support this podcast, please head over to the link in the description of the podcast. There will be a way for you to support us on Patreon or just share this episode. That goes a really, really long way. Share this episode with people that you think would genuinely learn a lot from it. And I will see you in the next one. That's it. Bye.